welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, I dreamed a dream. Ben jolted awake. His heart was beating rapidly. He slowly rose and sat up in his bed. He just had a dream. In the dream, he had seen two of his friends sinking into the grave. The two men had been mutual friends, but their relationship had soured over recent years. Once, the two men were dedicated colleagues fighting for a common cause. Unfortunately, the fighting spirit of the two men turned on each other, leading to bitter feuds so horrendous that communication between the two men ceased. Ben kept in touch with both of his friends, hoping earnestly that the nightmare of the strained relationship between the two of them would end. Ben knew neither party was innocent. Both sides had a share in the blame for the animosity. The dream did have a bright spot, for Ben not only saw his friends' deaths, but also their reconciliation. In the dream, one of the men wrote to the other to congratulate him on his retirement. It was a short, magnanimous letter that ended with an assurance of his regard and good wishes. The other friend, on receiving the letter, wrote back, reciprocating the expressions of regard and esteem. As the dream continued, the men began a correspondence of many years in which they candidly acknowledged to each other all the errors of opinion and conduct into which they had fallen. They also shared with each other the experience and wisdom they had gained in life. Ben could not keep the dream to himself. He wrote down a detailed account of it in a letter and sent it to one of the men. When the response arrived, Ben was delighted to see these words. I have no resentment or animosity against the gentleman and abhor the idea of blackening his character or transmitting him in odious colors of posterity. But I write with difficulty. If I should receive a letter from him, however, I should not fail to acknowledge 
and answer it. There was a crack in the barrier, but it took some time before the other man expressed similar sentiments to Ben. Another crack. Ben doubled down. Embrace each other, he wrote. Bedew your letters of reconciliation with tears of affection and joy. Bury in silence all the causes of your separation. Recollect that explanations may be proper between lovers, but are never so between divided friends. Ben's efforts were not in vain. Eventually, one man wrote a short letter to the other. The other man responded, and the two began a correspondence lasting for the next 14 years. 144 letters were written covering a wide range of topics, including philosophy, literature, politics, and even comments on aging. As one of the men put it, you and I ought not to die before we have explained ourselves to each other. Thanks to Ben's persistence, his dream of reconciliation between his two friends became reality. The two men not only achieved reconciliation, rekindling their friendship with a correspondence lasting many years, but both men would die on the same day, merely hours apart, on the 50th anniversary of the event, when these two men had gathered with Dr. Benjamin Rush and 53 others to adopt a document that gave birth to their nation. Two friends who crafted that document known as the Declaration of Independence and who each served in the highest office of the land. Presidents John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. And for this week, that's the word. As many of you know, I love American history. And so I found it fascinating when I recently heard that Dr. Benjamin Rush was influential in achieving the reconciliation between John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. But as we were doing research for this story, I found out that he actually had a dream about this. And that dream pretty much came to fruition in reality. And I thought we could not pass up this opportunity to share it in one of our episodes. So Dr. Benjamin Rush was a doctor in Philadelphia. He was a very renowned physician. 
He worked in the war effort for some time in the medical department, though he eventually resigned. You know, that would be fascinating to learn more about all the signers of the Declaration of Independence. I cannot name all of them off the top of my head. Now it's trivia time. Last story's trivia question was, How many books are in the Septuagint? The answer is 52. There are several books included in the Septuagint that are not part of the Western canon, though they are part of the Orthodox canon. This story's trivia question is, Who were the oldest and youngest signers of the United States Declaration of Independence? That question again, Who were the oldest and youngest signers? of the United States Declaration of Independence. If you think you know the answer to this question, email us or contact us on social media and let us know. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, I Dreamed a Dream, at thunderrock.org, where you can read the correspondence between Rush, Adams, and Jefferson. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Please let us know, too, what you think of the trivia questions. We've been doing these for a little while now, and we'd love to hear what you think of them. Thanks for listening, and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.